welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to continue in Matthew 10, verses 26 through the end of the chapter. Jesus is in the middle of his second major discourse in the book of Matthew. He's sending out his 12 disciples to go minister the kingdom of heaven, share the gospel with the people in cities around Israel. Yesterday's text showed us that they're going to be persecuted. They're going to be maligned. They're going to be mocked. They're going to be hated. They're going to be flogged. But they don't need to fear that because a disciple's not above his teacher. And the teacher is called called Satan. Jesus they call Satan. So why would they expect not to be maligned if they're part of Jesus' household? He continues, So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. So Jesus has been with the disciples for a while. They've been seeing him do miracles, and we've seen it a couple times. After a miracle, he'll heal somebody and say, see to it that you don't tell this to anybody. And now Jesus is saying, now it's time to tell everybody. Now it's time to unveil the secret. What I tell you in secret, what I tell you in the dark, my disciples who I'm commissioning now, say it out loud. Let's shine the light on exactly what I'm here for and exactly what I'm doing. Verse 28, and do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs on your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Jesus is preparing them for the persecution that's going to come. Some of them are going to be flogged, hated. Some of them are going to be killed eventually. I think this extends to disciples today. Different disciples of Christ throughout the world today are experiencing different forms of persecution. God have mercy on the people who are being killed and beheaded and suffering in ways that we here in America can only imagine. But Jesus is saying, listen, if two sparrows fall to the ground and the Father knows about it, and if the hairs on your head are numbered, then you're not going to go down without it being squarely in line with God's will. So don't be afraid because you're valuable and God is sovereign and his plan will be fully carried out in your life just the way he wants it to be. It will be pleasing to him and you will be rewarded if you stay faithful. Don't deny me in front of men so that you can spare yourself the persecution that would come. Rather, stand for me in front of men and take the persecution knowing that your reward will be great in heaven. Continues in verse 34. This is getting even harder. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. Now time out right there. Aren't there a lot of Christians, a lot of churches, a lot of Christian messages that would suggest that that's exactly why Jesus came to bring peace to the earth? No, he didn't come to bring peace to the earth. He he came to bring peace between man and God by sacrificing himself, by living a perfect life so that people who put their faith in him could have his righteousness and could have the penalty they owe God for their sin, Mark paid, so that those who have faith could be grafted into God's family and could spend eternity in heaven. Jesus' primary purpose here is peace, vertical peace between man and God, those who would trust Christ being reconciled to their creator. His primary purpose here is not horizontal peace, peace on earth. I've not come to bring peace, but a sword, Jesus says. For I have come to set man against his father and a daughter against his mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever
whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Wow. I'd love to hear more sermons on that text right there. This is an all too rare glimpse of who Jesus really is. He didn't come here so that there'll be infighting in families. That's not what he's saying. He came fully knowing that when people choose to follow him, be his disciples, take his gospel seriously, take his scriptures seriously, take his mandate to make disciples of all nations seriously, it will so radically reorient their lives that there are going to be people who love them dearly and who they love dearly who are going to think they're crazy and who are going to disagree with them. And that's just the consequences of some people trusting Christ and other people not trusting Christ. And Jesus is saying when that division comes, which it's naturally going to come, not because Jesus is trying to cause the division, because Jesus is trying to promote truth and some people are going to reject it and some people are going to follow it. When that division comes, if you're serious about being my disciple, you need to prioritize me and my kingdom way above every other human relationship in your life. Not only that, but whoever doesn't take up their cross, interestingly, this is before the disciples knew that Jesus was going to be on the cross, that he says this, if anybody doesn't take up this symbol of scorn and shame for my sake, they're not worthy of me. And by the way, if you think that sounds like losing your life, Jesus says, it kind of is. You kind of are losing your life, except whoever loses their life in this way by following Christ will find it. Man, friends, in evangelical Christianity today, There's such a focus on following Christ and putting your faith in Christ, who is the Savior, who gives you all these benefits of forgiveness and salvation and reconciliation to God and peace and purpose. And these are all true good things that are benefits of knowing Christ as Savior. But there's another side of the same coin, and that is following and obeying Christ as Lord, the ruler of your life who expects disciples to be serious about him. And thankfully for us, who provides the Holy Spirit of God to work in us after we put our faith in him so that we will more willingly obey and submit to his rule. Because without that, we can't do this on our own. We're not inclined to make Jesus our Lord and follow him and put him above people we love and take up our cross and willingly walk into persecution because we stand for him instead of bailing when the fire gets too hot. This is great stuff. And God, would you by your spirit work in us so we can be the kind of disciples that Jesus is asking us to be in this text. We trust you to provide the Holy Spirit in us to make that happen. We know we can't do it on our own, and we're thankful for the gradual process you have all of us on toward that end. Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.